What's going on, folks? Andrew Torba here, CEO of Gab.com. Welcome to the Parallel Christian Society podcast. So today I'm going to talk about a subject that I've been talking about over the past year. Controversial subject for folks on the right. You know, unfortunately, many people on the right are very scared of, of new technology and um, are hesitant to embrace it. And I think that's been sort of one of our downfalls on the right is that we don't embrace new media technology um, soon enough and our enemies sort of capture all of the ground and all the momentum. And then we sort of wake up and figure out, hey, uh, I guess we better build one of these too. You know, good example of that being like Fox News and um, and others. Uh, and so, and even Gab, honestly, you know, I did, that's one of the reasons I built Gab is because I was like, seriously, like, how is there no conservative or Christian uh, leader in the tech industry that has built a social network that will stand by our values and protect and preserve them? And so, you know, I was tired of seeing that. So that's why I stood up and, uh, and, and did it. Right. And so this is a problem on the right. And, and now it's, it's sort of repeating itself with AI. <clears throat> There's a lot of fear mongering, a lot of fear mongering with AI. And a lot of it is just totally, actually all of it is totally unfounded. But I've been talking about this for the past year and, and why it's important for Christians to be building AI. Um, so AI right now, the way I see it, is really where social networking was back in maybe 2006. So it is really early. We are still very early. You know, this was really sort of the first big breakout year this year where AI sort of is starting to go mainstream and people now sort of understand how it works. They're engaging with it. They're using it, et cetera. And of course, all of these models, whether it's ChatGPT or Bard from Google um, or any of the other you know big ones that have these massive corporations behind them, they're all woke. They're all left-leaning. Um, even Elon's Grok that was just released, uh, people are doing sort of political spectrum tests that they use to gauge where on the political spectrum the AI model aligns. And of course, it it shows up, you know, on the far left side of the spectrum, just like all of the other models. And the reason for this is primarily because all of these models are trained on more or less the same data. Um, so, you know, the core of the model is trained on a ton of data from a ton of liberal sources, right? You know, because they, they want to uh, create, quote unquote, authoritative, you know, um, I guess... Uh, legitimate sources in their minds, right? And of course, all of those quote-unquote legitimate sources of data come from the liberal worldview. And so it shouldn't be surprising that the AI is spitting out, you know, the liberal worldview uh, because the AI, it, it's not sentient. It doesn't have any actual intelligence. That's why the the name artificial intelligence is, is sort of a misnomer because there's no actual intelligence there, whether real or artificial. Um, there's nothing intelligent about it. It's simply uh, sort of uh, it's taking the data set that it has and it's sort of um, predicting, you know, what word comes next. It's like when you're entering into Google and it like predicts what you want, you know, the search to be, that's a similar concept. That's basically what AI is doing on a larger scale, 
right? So there's no actual intelligence there. It's just a machine sorting through the data that it has and the, the, the data that it's learned from to sort of predict an outcome and, and print the outcome, right? So there's no actual intelligence here and all the fear-mongering about, you know, AI becoming sentient and AGI and all this stuff. It's really just uh, this um, nihilistic uh, pipe dream of the anti-God totalitarians that are in Silicon Valley. You know, they they reject God the Father, and so they want to build a new God, an AI God, in their own image. And, of course, their own image is the, you know, liberal, progressive, global, homo worldview. Um, this this thing is, is never going to have sentience. It's never going to have the divine spark. It's, it's just, it's not going to happen. It's a machine. It's just data. And actually, the only actual intelligence comes from humans inputting it and building these models, right? That's where the, and, and interacting with these models too, that's where the intelligence is, right? And so I've talked about this extensively, but, you know, I want to talk about, it's, it's very interesting how Gab's corporate name maybe many of you don't know this, is Gab AI Inc. And we found out the company back in 2016. Our original domain name was Gab.ai. So we have Gab.com now, but originally it was Gab.ai. And there's not really an interesting story here. It's not like this was sort of part of the, not, not part of my grand plan, but you know, in reflecting on it now, it seems to be a part of God's providence. Um, it's really just incredible to see his hand at play here with the fact that our company is named Gab AI Inc. and our first domain name was Gab.ai. And now we're sort of uniquely positioned better than anybody else, better than any company on the planet to build a based AI, a truthful AI, one that at least allows some semblance of a right-wing biblical-based worldview, Christian worldview to permeate in the, the output of, of the model. And so no one else is going to do this. No one else is going to step up to the plate to do this uh, because they just, they simply don't have the, uh, the backbone and the spine to do it, number one. And number two, you know, again, Gab is uniquely positioned to, because the most important part of this is sort of the training of it. And Gab has millions of people in our community to help us train this thing to be as based and as truthful and adhere to a Christian worldview and a biblical worldview as possible. Now, this, there's also another sort of pipe dream narrative out there from a lot of people saying, we need an unbiased AI, right? You see Elon saying this and others, and it's like, there is no such thing as an unbiased anything in the world that we're living in, in the postmodern you know, trash world that we're living in. There is no unbiased anything. There is no unbiased AI for the simple reason that there is no unbiased data. There are no unbiased engineers or programmers. There are no unbiased people that are doing the training. There are no unbiased people that are doing, you know, sort of the moderation and the fine tuning of the models. All of those people involved have bias and therefore the AI itself the models are going to have bias. And so let's just be honest about this and upfront about it and say, we want an AI that holds to our worldview because none exists right now. And these are the only choices. 
there, there, there actually isn't multiple choices. You know, Google has their AI and ChatGPT, which is you know pretty much owned by Microsoft, has their AI, and Facebook has their AI, and others are entering into the space and raising billions of dollars. You know, Elon has has his AI, and every single one of these models has the same worldview. It permeates the same worldview, and it enforces the same worldview. And so my message to the people who may be listening to this who are sort of anti-AI or think it's the Antichrist or the beast system or whatever, right? And people, you know, Christians have sort of fallen into this trap whenever there's new technology. Like, do you think that, you know, there weren't Christians out there saying that the television was the beast system or credit cards were the beast system or the internet was the beast system, right? Every time new technology comes up, uh, you know, this is what a lot of Christians are saying, and it really, it makes us look foolish, okay? It really makes us look foolish, and this is why, for whatever reason, we aren't building, we, you know, we should be leveraging and utilizing new technology that comes out for the glory of God. Technology is a tool that God has given us, and we can use it to advance his kingdom. And to just simply dismiss it and to ignore it, and then 20 years later, wake up and say, oh, well, huh. Maybe somebody should actually build something. Maybe maybe some Christians should build a, 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 a television news network or uh, maybe they should, you know, build their own social network or whatever. It, it's like it's too late now. It's too late. You should have did it 20 years ago. And so that's why we got to get on this train right now. We got to start building right now. And that's what we've been doing here at Gab. You know, early this year, we, uh, we deployed our image generation AI and our movie generation AI. So that's at Mel and at AI on Gab. And people have been having a ton of fun with that, you know, making AI images and stuff. And that's sort of, it's not really a, um, it's not something that, it's, it's more of like an entertaining thing, right? The image creating thing and the movie creating thing. It's like something that's fun to play around with. But an actual language model can really help people be productive. It can help you be productive at work. It could help you create content. Um, it could help you learn like I'm using it to learn at a, a at a pace that is just you know sort of mind blowing to me. Um, you know, you can just ask it questions and it can you know get you responses and get you information very very quickly, and you can learn very very quickly. And so, you know, we need to be building these things because if we don't, then what the enemy is going to do is they're going to do exactly what they did with television and with social media. And that is they're going to corrupt the minds of the younger generations, of your kids, of your grandkids with this AI. It's already happening right now. It's happening on TikTok. You know, the feeds, you know, these social media feeds that have these, the, the AI that is, is, you know, deciding what gets injected into the feeds, that's AI, right? It's not a language model like I'm talking about, you know, that we're going to be building but AI has sort of been in use by these companies for many, many years. It's just not seen. It's sort of behind the scenes. And they've been using it to indoctrinate your children. Why do you think so many millennials, so many kids in Gen Z are sort of just walking liberal zombies, woke zombies, right? This isn't an accident. This was, you know, a psychological warfare that was waged on the minds of our youth by, you know, take your pick, by the Israelis, by the Chinese, by the Democrats, you know, all of the above, right? And so we need to get in the game. We need to get our head in the game and we need to start building right now. Because if not, 
we're going to wake up and, and you know, and enti- you know, the next two generations are also going to be indoctrinated. We have to have an alternative, right? It's the same premise of why I started Gap. There has to be an alternative. There has to be a community that stands by Christian values, conservative values. No one is doing it. No one has the backbone to do it. We do. That is why we are perfectly positioned. And the other thing that's popping up right now is regulation. And so the EU just announced this, you know, sort of sweeping regulation of AI and whatever. The thing that we have in the United States of America, the First Amendment, again, the thing that makes Gab possible and the reason that we can tell foreign countries when they reach out to me every single week demanding that we remove content, demanding that we hand over user data, demanding that we censor people and groups of people. The reason that we could tell all these foreign countries to get bent is because of the First Amendment. And that's the same reason that we'll be able to tell them to get bent with the AI regulation. And it's the same reason that we will be one of the only companies that will be uniquely positioned to build this thing. Okay. And so, you know, while, while, while training a new model sort of from scratch is, is really expensive, it's like millions of dollars, right? So we have to sort of leverage what's out there in the open source community to start. You know, some of these models, they claim to be uncensored and the, you know, unfortunately their training data still has bias towards a liberal skew. You know, some of them are better than others. Like at least they won't scold you like ChatGPT does. Like if you start asking about controversial subjects, it won't say, I can't talk about that and you shouldn't be thinking about that and you shouldn't be asking that question. Like it's ridiculous. You know, and that's that's part of the... Uh, the impetus of, of me wanting to build this is because I use all these big models, these big AIs like ChatGPT or Google's Bard or Facebook's or, you know, all these bigger models that from all these big companies. And you get treated like a child, right? Like I'm asking it to do something or I'm asking it a question and it like refuses the answer because that's hate speech or whatever, right? Like I even ask it like biblical questions and it will like refuse to answer because it's it's too controversial or that's considered hate speech. And it's like, come on, like this tool is not useful if I get scolded like a child for asking it a question or or asking it to do something. And so we have to build something. We have to do it. You know, you may hate AI, you may hate the whole concept and you don't have to use it. You know, like when when we launch ours, you don't have to use it. That's fine. You can let it sit there and you can use Gab as you normally do. That's fine. But... If we don't build something, the minds of future generations are at stake here. So you may not agree or you may not like AI, but I'm going to be building this thing at Gab. We're going to be building this thing so that your kids and your grandkids, their minds aren't subverted from the wickedness of these people that do not share our worldview, that hate our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Okay, that, that's what's at stake. That is what is at stake, is the, the minds, you know, the people talk about the woke mind virus. How do you think the woke mind virus spreads? How do you think it initially spread? They used AI in these social media feeds to spread it. They decide what is propped up and what isn't. You know, we, we hear about this concept of shadow banning on the right. We've, we've heard about this for years. You're probably familiar. But nobody really talks about the concept of shadow boosting. Now, shadow boosting is obviously the inverse of shadow banning. And you'll see this all the time 
with like controlled opposition like Ben Shapiro is sort of a notorious example. And this actually just happened to me the other day. So I have sort of a burner Facebook account where I don't engage with anything. I just sort of see, you know, what what they're doing, what they're building, right? Keep up with what Facebook is doing, you know, just as an, a fellow player in the social media space. So I log on every once in a while to take a look to see what new features they have and things of this nature. And, you know, I, again, I don't like anything. I'm, I'm not engaging with stuff. And in my feed pops up a Ben Shapiro post and it says, suggest it for you. Now, I don't like Ben Shapiro's page. I don't engage with any Ben Shapiro content. That's usually how these algorithms work. But this concept of shadow boosting propels people like Ben Shapiro, people who sow the toe of the line when it comes to regime narratives on just about everything, most especially when it comes to being a war hawk and trying to get America involved in foreign wars. Uh, as we've seen Ben Shapiro's mask come fully off after October 7th, where he was like a raving genocidal lunatic uh, on, on Twitter uh, and on his show. You know, and that's why these people exist. So Ben Shapiro will be really good on abortion, right? And that sort of lures in people on the right so that he's sort of an influencer of those people. And then, you know, the big social media companies that are owned by the regime because Ben Shapiro's in the same regime club will propel his stuff because it's safe. It's not quote unquote controversial or counter to their agenda. It lures people in. And then when it's time to push for a foreign war, he has this big audience to sell a foreign war to. You understand how that works? And this is all done with shadow boosting. And they're not just boost shadow boosting people like Ben Shapiro. They're shadow boosting all these woke freaks too. They're injecting them into the timelines of your kids. Have you ever looked at your, uh, your kids or your grandkids' social media feed? It looks a lot different than your feed does. Maybe you should do that sometime. Maybe you should ask them to pull up, you know, their their Facebook or their X or their Instagram and just give up the, the home feed a scroll and see what type of content comes up. If it's a, a young man, he's going to be bombarded with sexual imagery, absolutely bombarded and things that dem demoralize him and emasculate him. That's what he's going to be bombarded with on these social media feeds. And if it's a young woman, it's going to be the same thing. She's going to be bombarded, shown that if you're flaunting uh, your body all over the internet, that's what gets you attention. That's what gets you the influence. That's what gets you the likes. And all this woke crap is going to be bombarded all over both of their feeds. Why don't you take a look and, and, and understand sort of what's at stake here if we don't start building, right? So, you know, we, we on, in terms of the logistics here, we... You know, training a new model from scratch is really expensive. It's like millions of dollars. Basically, what you got to do is you got to get a bunch of computers, millions of dollars worth of computers, and a whole bunch of data, and have the computers train the AI model on that data over an extended period of time. That's very, very expensive. Now, there are open source models out there that have already been trained, and what you can do is sort of add additional training through something that's called reinforcement training. And that's where the Gab community can come into play. So we get this thing out the door, you start using it, and then people can start rating the responses. They can write new responses and submit them. They, you know, Other people can then rate those responses. And over time, it's going to build up more based responses as the AI continues to learn from 
people, right? And so that's the thing that, that, you know, most of these startups and most of these companies are spending, you know, hundreds of millions of dollars, you know, with these massive staff of people sitting there all day and training these things. And like, we have people all over the internet that will help us do this, right? Just to, just to join in the cause. Like if you knew that you can have an impact on helping to build a based AI, you know, just by rating responses and answering questions and rating the responses to those questions. You know, I, I guarantee you there's a lot of people that are going to be willing to do that. And sort of, you know, Gab, that's that's what makes Gab so uniquely positioned is our community. It's the people. It's not any special technology. It's not, you know, we, we don't have unlimited resources like all these startups that are raising billions of dollars to do this. But what we do have is a dedicated group of people and the best community on the internet. And they can help us you listening can help us build this thing and make it a reality. So we sort of have to, you know, work with what we have, start somewhere, and then sort of build over time. And, you know, earlier this year, we sort of looked into this and think it was way too early, right? You know, most of the models out there, they, you know, it just, they weren't the best. The open source ones weren't the best. And now we've waited sort of all year this year and have circled back to this and are looking at what's out there and it's improved dramatically. I mean, it's a year's worth of work and sort of everybody is focused on this, this space right now. And it's, it's really incredible to see the progress that has been made in such a short period of time. And so now we're better positioned with the resources that we have to start exploring this again and diving back into it. And it's really exciting. It's really exciting. Because once this core model is operational, you know, we can, we can do so many fun things with it. Like we can introduce like uh, dedicated accounts that have like specific personas, like picture like a historical figure or a fictional character, or even like have libtard bot uh, that you can like, you know, troll and whatever and, and engage with and see what it, see what it spits out. Like, I think it'll, it'll really uh, make Gab fun and dynamic and interesting and entertaining uh, and so there's a lot of things that we can do with this, but, you know, step one is sort of building the core model. And there's a lot of people that are reaching out to us, a lot of really smart engineers that are reaching out to us. Uh, there's some investors that are reaching out to us. There's, you know, th this, this concept and this vision has a lot of merit and has a lot of people interested because everything I'm saying is true. And, you know, people on the right understand that. They're like, hey, every model that I've ever tried has, you know, skews massively left wing. Like, who is going to do it? Who's going to build the right wing model? Again, going back to this concept of, you know, creating an unbiased AI, it's just impossible. It's not going to happen. So let's just be honest about it. Let's be upfront about it. Like, yeah, we want to build a based AI and we're not going to apologize for it. Deal with it. Right. And so, you know, we're not going to try to uh, try to fool people or try to trick them or, or try to pretend that, you know, having an unbiased AI is even possible. That's what Elon's doing. I mean, he's saying we want to build a maximally unbiased and truthful AI. And, you know, he launches it and it's like full libtard, you know. Uh, it's a little bit better than ChatGPT, but it's, it's the same stuff. And, you know, ChatGPT posted um, a screenshot of them using Elon's... Uh, Grok, which is his AI, 
And it was interesting because the the response was like, we can't answer this. It goes against OpenAI's guidelines, which leads me to believe that Grok is based on some older model of OpenAI, of ChatGPT. And, you know, a lot of a lot of startups and stuff are doing this. And that's why that's one of the reasons why Elon was able to get it out the door so quickly is because he just took an existing model and tweaked and fine tuned it a little bit and, you know, shipped it out the door. And so that's, you know, that's again why you're getting this this left wing bias from it is because it's the same model. It just has a new brand attached to it and a little bit different uh, training. That's it. It's the same thing. Um, and so, you know, we want to start building. So if you're listening to this or if you you know somebody that might be interested, um, has experience in this field or, um, you know, might be interested in contributing, let us know. Uh, you know, I, I've, I'm getting a lot of people reach out, a lot of really, really talented people, like like jaw-dropping levels of talent that you guys wouldn't believe. But it's really exciting. Um, and I'm excited to, to dive into this in 2024. Uh, because where we have Gab right now, like Gab is in a really good place. It, it always is going to continue to be worked on and improved, obviously. But like, you know, I really want to dive into this because I think it could change the game for Gab. I think if we have the only base AI on the internet, you know, people are going to flood to Gab just to test it at a minimum. And then when they get to Gab, they'll see that we have this incredible community. We have, you know, this incredible parallel economy that we've built. Um, you know, all these amazing groups with all these various interests that you can check out, um, you know, all these other features, right? But, they, you know, if we launch this based AI, it's going to get them in the door to see all that stuff. You know, we, we don't have, um, you know, the privilege of raising hundreds of millions of dollars like, you know, Rumble, for example, who went public and raised, you know, $300 million and is able to pay all these e-celebrities and influencers hundreds of millions of dollars to make video content on their platform. Like we, we don't have that luxury. And even if we had that amount of money, I certainly wouldn't spend it on e-celebrities. Um, so, <laughs> you know, I'd, I'd build out our infrastructure and, uh, build out this based AI and, um, you know, be the only one doing it too. Because no one else has the backbone that Gab has. It's just that simple. And I think we've sort of exemplified that and, um, you know, earned our street cred, if you will, over the years by openly telling foreign nation states to get bent, openly telling the ADL to get bent, openly telling the mainstream media to get bent, NGOs, activist organizations, members of Congress, you name it. You know, they've tried to get us to censor stuff. And... um we tell all of them to get bent. And so we sort of have the street cred and the backbone that is required to take on this project. And I, no one else does. We are uniquely positioned for this. All glory to God. So we have to do this. We got to do it, guys. You know, I, I know a lot of you are, are, are hesitant or hate AI or whatever. But you know what? Your kids are using it. Your grandkids are using it. And wouldn't you rather than be using one that, you know, isn't pushing this wicked, anti-God, anti-American, anti-Christian ideology, wouldn't you rather them be using one that was built by Christians and that isn't pushing that other crap into their minds? Because that's what's at stake here. You may hate it, fine, don't use it, right? 
but your kids are using it. Your grandkids are using it and they will be using it. And so somebody's got to build an alternative. And what Gab has proven is that we build alternatives. We're the leader in this space. There have been others that have tried. There have been billionaires that have tried to do what we do, including Donald Trump, including the Mercer family with Parler. And Gab is bigger than all of them and or still standing after all this time, right? And so we have the proven track record of successful execution and successful execution under tremendous pressure and tremendous persecution. None of those others faced anywhere near what we, we faced. You know, maybe Parler when they got nuked and they, they flopped after that. They couldn't, they couldn't stand the heat after that. Never, it never, you know, it came back months later, but it never fully returned. Right. And so we've proven our track record. We've proven our backbone and we're the ones to do this. We don't have a choice. We got to build, you know, that's, that's been my core mantra this whole time is we got to build. And this is the thing that we have to build now. We have to build the based AI because if we don't do it, no one else is going to do it. No one else is going to do it. No one else has the backbone to do it. And uh, we're going to get it done for the glory of God. Thank you guys for tuning in. Remember to speak freely. Christ is King.